Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to another Happy Pod, the show where whenever I'm the guest, I do the intro for some reason. This is a show where we talk about movies, pop culture stuff, mostly movies, and we try to put a positive spin on things. We try. We try. Uh, I'm joined by James, uh, Mr. Sunday Movies. It's just the two of us today. Yeah, just, yeah we're just, we're taking over. And, uh, oh yeah, there's two other guys here. Thanks for letting us be here, guys. <laughs> I really, I really appreciate it. Thanks for having us on your podcast. I'm, yeah, I'm really welcome. happy to be here. Yeah. <laughs> So, Lawrence, well, this is our podcast, yeah. but you've brought in your colleague, Ben, and your boss, James, this <laughs> yeah. week. I, there, are, there are two men that are the reason I don't have to go into an office and work a boring job anymore. So, <laughs> they, are, yeah. they are here. This is the 100th episode. This is, Woo. yeah. Thank you for being here, everyone. Oh, no worries. We have an actual professional podcaster here. So. I know. Is that me? He's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like... <laughs> So yeah, so for our 100th episode, we decided to do something big. Just reach out to James, get him on. He was gracious enough to say yes, yeah, so thank you for being here. And then Ben just thought, why not? I'll come along too. So <laughs> I guess you're here for the episode now as well. <laughs> yes. We can, like I said, when, when Ben first joined us, Ben was the first high profile person we've had on here. And it can only benefit us <laughs> for both for both of these names to be here. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we'll happily give uh, your podcast a little shout out at the end thank you i really appreciate that so, yeah. <laughs> whatever it's called yeah <laughs> yeah we'll we'll help you out with that um but you chose the movie that we're talking about today james uh so what is that just give us a quick rundown of it absolutely okay so uh our sun is dying mankind faces extinction seven years ago the icarus project sent a mission to restart the sun uh, that, so that's the intro to the movie Sunshine, a movie that I saw uh, in 2007, Danny Boyle's own. It was written by Alex Garland, who's gone on to direct Ex Machina, and the one where they go into the weird dimension where everything's a mutant or whatever, and the one that came out recently, which I'm completely blanking on. Men. Men, yes. So just yeah. weird, just real weird shit. But one of the <laughs> earlier things that, that, that I recognize him for is, is this movie, which 
Nobody saw it at the time. And every now and then you'll see it pop up in a subreddit. It's like, this movie's actually underrated. And then like a hundred horrible nerds go, it's not actually underrated. It's actually very good. Everybody knows it's good. It's classic sci-fi. And the person goes, okay, sorry. Anyway, that's me. I'm in there. It's just being like, it's being mean to people who haven't seen this movie. Nathan said to me, James is definitely going to choose Sunshine. And I went, oh, we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll check in. And then I, I literally Googled Mr. Sunday Movie Sunshine. And the first video I found was top five underrated sci-fi movies. Yeah. It's been a part of your like brand, I think. Like as far, as far as I've been aware of you, James, like I've known that you love Sunshine, <laughs> this movie that you, I think you're the, you're, you're the biggest fan of it as far as I'm concerned. I mean, maybe I'd like, I'd like to think so i also danny boyle likes it well he would but you know he's 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 the director <laughs> of it and also chris evans at a time and this was maybe 10 years ago was like it was the best movie like i ever made i don't know if he thinks that now maybe he likes the one where he's got a niece and she's got a super brain or whatever <laughs> seen that one as you probably know i can't remember the names of any movies uh, <laughs> i don't know if you're aware james but um i watched i watched this movie for the first time today all right oh, the yeah. first time i saw it today yeah. Uh, then afterwards, I just had a look on like IMDb, just seeing what I could found. I went onto mm. the trivia section. I don't know if you're aware of this, but one of the items of trivia on there is, and I quote, favorite movie of Weekly Planet host James Clement, <laughs> a.k.a. Mr. Sunday <laughs> What? <movies>. Yes. <laughs> Incredible. And I didn't do that as well. Like, I would have done that, but somebody's beaten me to it. That is yeah. brilliant. Another piece of trivia I found, which is less fun, <laughs> okay. um, uh, just says that uh, the character Harvey was named after Harvey Weinstein due to Ooh. his rude and snappy attitude. Harvey's the only person in this who's not like a really famous actor now. Is that right? Yes. Uh, he's the one who dies. Yeah, well, he's, he's Ross. Dies. He's Ross from Friends, basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Isn't, isn't there a few instances? Like, I swear loads of people in this, in this time were making shit look like Harvey Weinstein. Right. Yeah, there was that orc from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, Tom Cruise in whatever it was, Tropic Thunder. That's Harvey oh, Weinstein-esque, yeah. isn't it? Oh fuck! Yeah, mm. I forget he did that. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I miss it when Tom Cruise did some. I like, I like what he's doing now, but <laughs> like I miss it when he did some real weird shit. I thought you were going to say I miss seeing Harvey Weinstein pop up. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Just parodies of a transparently awful man. <laughs> I, I'm aware of Sunshine as a movie. Well, for one, James kept banging on about it but i i i mostly associate that piece of music adagio in d minor mm-hmm. um that's the big reason because everyone kind of uses that for all their trailers it was in yeah. like the days of future past trailer i think which is an amazing trailer that i freaking love but um i sat down and finally watched it and um i was kind of like oh this is this is very surprising it feels very grounded and but i was also very confused at the same time because um, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of it's kind of very heady in a way while also mixed with this kind of like weird slasher kind of yeah really bizarre psychological kind of journey yeah um very very interesting i also just didn't maybe i would love to figure out on this podcast why people are so horny for the sun i hope that would be (laughs) something we can achieve because that's i just yeah i want to be educated on that that is one of life's biggest mysteries so yeah i hope we can figure that out i was just gonna ask am i the only one who's like this is great and like I say, it's like my favorite movie ever. I don't know whether like that is actually true. But every time I watch it, I'm like, this is strange and great. And like, I even like the third act twist. And is that, is that just me? Like, I know there are a lot of people who have been like, this sucks and you're an idiot. So and I'm totally open to that. I get that literally every day. It's a slow burn. I feel like mm. it takes a little bit for it to, to properly get going. But a lot of Danny Boyle and uh, Garland movies are like that, though. 
Mm. Um, but no, I, I quite enjoyed it quite a bit, especially when it got to like that that third act sort of slasher uh, element of it all. It was quite enjoyable. What do you think of it, Lawrence? I'm interested to know because you <laughs> hate everything. No, I don't. Fuck you. I don't hate everything. I work real hard to get rid of this narrative that you built for me. You know that. Um, I don't know. Right. So I. And now this is going to make me sound like an idiot as well because I. I like. I. I. I was real on board with this. I was like, yeah, I, I love this. And then, in the spirit of what you said last time you were here, Ben, it's not that I don't like the twist in the third act. It's more I want to understand it a bit more. Like it. It seems like such a bizarre choice. For the movie that was playing, and then I'm suddenly like, there's a Michael Myers Sunman running around stabbing people. <laughs> like, it doesn't, it confused the hell out of me. The yeah. Sunman is weird. I don't necessarily understand the Sunshine Man. I definitely feel confused, and not from like a, <laughs> I, I, like, I have a suspicion that this is really genius, and I just still don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, yeah. and I think hearing from someone who loves it would be a really good uh, way for us all to uh, learn. Oh, look, I don't know whether I can help you with that because it's it's a very <laughs> odd choice and like there's such I, I i like the way he's presented like he's kind of instead of being like cast in shadow he's cast in light so you never quite get a sense of him it's like in a dream when you can't like see somebody properly yeah you know and yeah. you're running from something that you're not quite sure what it is and he's got this like horrible wet like cancerous kind of noises when he moves because he's just been sitting in the sun for seven years and you can also see, like, there is something about the sun in this movie that is, sends people mad because you see Cliff Curtis's character, who I fucking mm. love, by the way, incredible. Um, yeah, he's my favorite character yeah. in the yeah, movie. Yeah, amazing. It, that, you know, he's clearly, like, going in that direction as well. So mm. I don't have an explanation for it. And I also totally get why, like, people don't like it because it's, it's a completely different thing. Like, it's, yeah, it's, I, I can't explain it. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> And there's a bit where they like shed like the skin off his arm at the end. They, do just, they pull his arm off? Is that what happens? I think it's just like they like deglove him. It oh. comes off like you know when you've done the washing up and you like kind of peel the like the marigold <laughs> glove off. It came off too easily, and I was really disturbed by it. Yeah, <laughs> it looked wet and slimy and grim. Nathan, I wanted to ask you really quickly. Sure. Before this really gets going, does it feel like the premise of a 2005 Doctor Who episode? I was going to say, <laughs> there is a Doctor Who episode which is very similar to this. Yeah. There is, there's wow, one like yeah. set on a spaceship as it hurls towards the sun. But it's it's different enough, you know? There's no weird... Yeah, everyone dies. <laughs> yeah. Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, it's different enough. One thing um, I liked is, I like I liked Chris Evans in this quite a lot. And he seemed, Amazing. for me anyway, he was, he was the only actually capable member of the crew. Like when they were having discussions, and he was like, "No, no, we're not fucking going to the ship." I was like, "Yeah, that's 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 absolutely right." Listen to Captain America. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Listen to main Captain America. No, you're ab- you're right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. His character, though, I actually thought the movie was going a different way at one point because they have that moment where it's uh, Chris Evans, Michelle Yeoh, and then I think it's Rose Byrne, maybe, um, and they're yeah. saying like. Oh, we don't have enough oxygen for everyone, but we have enough oxygen if two people die, basically. Mm. So for from that point, I was like, are they gonna are they gonna start killing some people? Is that is that what's gonna happen? Are they gonna start getting rid of people so they can complete the mission because they're the only ones like with the strength to do it? And even when Benedict Wan fucks them over, I still thought that's how it was going down. You know, Chris Evans was explaining like he fucked us over. We need to get rid of him. Basically, I still feel like. Is this real, or are you just 
Are you spinning a tail here so you can kill Benedict Wong? I I love that about that character too. Like he's just he doesn't care about anybody on that ship. Like even no. himself. <laughs> like the way he goes out, like all of it, and he he's, he doesn't really sort of save the day. Like at the end, you think like, well, no. if, if only Captain America, and I know he wasn't Captain America at the time. <laughs> I also know when he was cast as Captain America, I'm like, he's going to fucking nail that. Like, because of this movie. Wow. You, you just think like, oh, if only Captain America can fight the sun, man. But it, it never comes to that. And also he probably couldn't win because he fights like Killian Murphy, who's like a rake in a t-shirt. Like they're all nerds. They're not action heroes. And I love that. Chris Evans yeah. and Killian Murphy have a bit of a scrap, but then like mm. they're just both immediately puffed and just, just yeah, can't, exactly. can't get out of it. I love in the, the first time they have a scrap early on, all like the other guys rush in to separate it. <laughs> and the second time, all the other guys are dead, and Michelle Yeoh and Rose Byrne just let them fight. Just like, whatever. <laughs> and then they just collapse and then they just like walk over their bodies and just like, idiot, <laughs> fucking idiots. When Chris Evans died in this, I, I found it quite... Like, uh, yeah, like, I'm in the moment and it's emotional and everything like that. But I just, a part of me smirked because he is the only man, like, a hundred meters away from the sun that dies by being frozen to death. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, got me. He gets frozen quite a bit because he drops the wrench early on and then he Mm, fucking flies out into space (laughs) later. (laughs) And then he eventually, yeah. It's frozen to death, like a Captain America would. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Bill for the role. Yeah. His inclusion and sort of the way they do that, you know, like a lot of these movies, in order to have conflict and tension, you want a character who's like, can incite kind of conflict and sort of be a dick and everyone kind of has a reason to hate him. And so it makes sense that you make it one of the most competent people. That's the reason that he's around and that's the reason they all tolerate it. You know? yeah. yeah. Which is is a nice, that 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 it doesn't feel forced at all. Absolutely. Which I appreciate. Chris Evans is really good. Like, yeah, it was, he was, he was Captain America for a while and I know he left because he was like, I want to do some other stuff. But I think as good as he is at being like the honorable righteous guy, he's so good at being just an unlikable dick. Like <laughs> he's, he's yeah. so good. Like he, what is he? He's in uh, Knives Out. He's a dick in Scott Pilgrim for like the little bit that he's in. Johnny Storm. Yeah. He's, he's kind of a dick. He's a dick in the gray man. Yeah, I haven't seen that. I was going to say, the, where he's got the little mustache, yeah. I haven't seen it. <laughs> Man, I should watch a bunch of those Netflix originals movies that they spend $200 million on. Like, I just never watch them. Like, oh, yeah, okay. I don't know. I can't bring myself to it. They all seem terrible. I mean, yeah. that's probably a bit harsh, but especially for this podcast where we try to stay positive. Yeah, I'm not getting that sense for about you. The name kind of came out of just something we used to say. And yeah, we, we, we try and keep it positive, but we we, ne- we like we always say, oh, we try and succeed. We'd never do it. Like if we just don't <laughs> like something, we're just like, yeah, I transparently don't like this. <laughs> like, yeah, it's clear. But you know, oh, that's fine. You don't have to like everything. And I think also like incessant positivity is like, I don't like that personally. Yeah. Yeah. Like just somebody who much. like cannot be like, maybe this... It isn't good, you know. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. you know, you're allowed to say that. Like, what are we? What are we thinking of the scripts in this? Because it, like, I found it like fucking really tight in terms of like they're they're astronauts, they're in space, they're smarter people than me. The screenwriters definitely, or Alex Garland's definitely smarter than me. So there's loads of stuff that I just found really nicely done. Like they're saying a bunch of shit, like the ship's got to go around this and it's got to do this at 300 somethings, and then <laughs> it's a great way of getting exposition over. But then it also works on a character basis as well because the the character saying it is like egotistical and cocky and the other astronauts are like we fucking know all of this we're astronauts too but i'm like now i'm clued in as well and i like that. <laughs> yeah there are moments like that yeah mm. absolutely i i it's it's so clear and i remember seeing this behind the scenes that they know what they're doing 
Like when mm. and this is a it's it's all in like the design of the ship as well because when something goes wrong, there's not a big red sign that goes danger, danger. There's an asteroid or whatever. <laughs> like there's like a tiny little blinking light in like the corner of the screen, and they know that. Like they know what everything on that computer and everything in the ship is, so that yeah. it doesn't need to be like spelt out. But that you're right, they do enough of just letting the audience in to you know to be like, come along, you, you could you could you could come with us on this. But don't touch anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought the um, the computer. Do they actually just call her Icarus? Yeah, yeah. Icarus is the the AI. Mm. I was walking around. I won't say it now because there's one in the room. But the the Amazon things that you can speak to in your home. I was like <laughs> doing. I was making some dinner after this, and I was like talking to that Amazon thing. And I was like, I feel like I'm doing some spaceship stuff. <laughs> I just felt really powerful telling a computer to do shit for me after this. But yeah. <laughs> this is like a quintessential sci-fi movie to me. And just that like, there's a there's a lot going on. At the same time, it's very simple. But it's also just got this like bleakness about yeah. it. Mm. Where I just feel, no, I don't feel safe at all. And I feel like <laughs> this is just going to go terribly wrong. And all the I know the plants are going to somehow, they're all going to go. <laughs> yeah. And then they're like, here's, here's more plants. And then they're like, no, this is a bad place, actually. You yeah. just thought this was good, but this is bad. It's your fault. Yeah. And so it's, it's not my um, particular flavor of sci-fi, but you can just like, I, I appreciate on that kind of like quintessentialness of it and mm. sort of like, yeah, it's sci-fi. You're supposed to feel upset and really depressed and then only get a glimmer of hope at the end, maybe. But, but yeah, even you, at the end, they're won. like, did they succeed? I was like, that earth still looks pretty dull, but then like it got a little bit yeah. brighter. And you saw the mm. Sydney Opera House, which is that why it's your favorite movie? James? I <laughs> forgot that completely. I don't know. Yeah, but just I, I mean, in Australia, we love when like the world has been destroyed and happens all the time. And then they montage around the world. And then there's just like a giant monster or whatever just falling in front of the Sydney Opera House or a, uh, a crashed spaceship. And everybody in the audience goes, yay, thanks for acknowledging us because we, we're, path- we're pathetic here. We, we get we get Big Ben going. Yeah, we love Big Ben being destroyed. Yeah, the, the London Eye gets kicked over a bunch of times in various <laughs> yeah. shit. So that's that's not bad. <laughs> I love the idea of the London Eye getting kicked over, just a giant coming in and going, <laughs> and then just like <laughs> and keep moving. What what you were saying before, Ben, about how like awful it feels, and it does. And apparently, there's some rule in sci-fi. Again, I remember seeing this in the behind the scenes where you're supposed to cut to the outside of the spaceship, like every nine minutes or whatever, so it doesn't feel like you're you're trapped the entire time yeah. as an audience member. And apparently they just push that to the absolute limit. They only mm-hmm. cut outside like very sparingly and when they have to. And even yeah. things like those those spacesuits that they're in, which were des- I know a lot about this movie, but like designed <laughs> from Kenny from South Park. Like literally. Like that mm-hmm. cell that, Yeah, they're designed to to look like that. And Awful, wow. like awful to yeah. be in. There's a moment where Killian Murphy falls over in one and you're like, oh, oh no, oh, yeah. that's terrible <laughs> news. <laughs> Just everything sucks. The, those spacesuits did not look great at all. Like, no. even even no. when they're inside them, they have, like, a view which is tiny as well. It's just yeah. just literally going over their eyes, which which I guess is all you need. But from the inside, mm. it, it doesn't look great. It fucks all your peripheral. I was thinking, like, astronauts are equipped better now, right? What year is this set in? 2057. <laughs> why have we made it smaller? <laughs> why, why was that the way it was? Because of the sun! Oh, you're, yeah. not, you're not looking at the sun! It's a visor! <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's, it makes sense. Wait, were we supposed to do another happy question? Oh, we- so we- <laughs> <laughs> All right, just a complete peel back behind the curtain here. We jumped on. And we were like, we're, we're gonna we're gonna get there a bit earlier. We were here waiting, ready to record. And I was like, oh shit, I didn't do it. 
And I thought, I've got to think of a good one because James is here and it'll be embarrassing if I don't think of a good one. That would be embarrassing. I know. (laughs) What's even more embarrassing is that I couldn't think of one. So we both just went, fuck it, we won't do it this week. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) And we would have gotten away with it, but Ben... Yeah, thanks a lot, Ben. (laughs) Fucking hell. (laughs) What an absolute shambles. Thanks for bringing this up, Ben. I thought this was a professional... (laughs) operation this this um, podcast is held together with tape and hopes so oh, yeah. <laughs> if you're a <expecting laughs> yeah. professional that's all podcasts though i do have a question if sure. it, maybe it's not another happy oh question, no no well but... f- fuck it we're gonna play the theme here ben take it away let's do it another happy question but this is a question i want to be answered right now okay because i i think it's an interesting i feel like very strongly that the sun is meant to symbolize or be a a, a specific metaphor to a very specific thing but i can't for the life of me find what it is if i don't know if anyone else got that sense but to you what does the sun mean in this movie wait can i can i go before james maybe reaffirms yeah, no, it or proves me wrong y- yeah you go okay. absolutely is it religion or addiction Ooh, ooh, okay ooh. i was gonna say i have no idea but now i'm gonna say <laughs> i think it's addiction i i don't know specifically i love that idea of both of those, this works better than what I've always thought is that they just paint the sun as a villain. Like the sun is terrible in this and they're barreling mm. towards it and you fall in love with it and it's the sun. So what are you doing? <laughs> like, which it was, you know, speaks to addiction, but it plays like it's ominous. Like from earth, yeah. it's great with an atmosphere, sure. but when yeah. you're like exposed to it, like even slightly, it's terrible. Like it's mm. terrible and terrifying. Uh. Yeah. But that's that's not like a metaphor. That's just like it's the way that they paint yeah. it. Yeah, right. Well, I think I think actually I'm going to take that a little further because because you're kind of ticking ticking my brain a little bit. Mm. So I think what what then what I could see the movie as is like a sort of just meditation with coming to terms from an evolutionary perspective that we only exist because of this big ball of fire, and if it went away, we would all die. <laughs> and the the sheer magnitude of like accepting that and facing it. Yeah. And serving it. It is it is a god. They used to worship the sun. Yeah. And there's a there's a very valid reason for it, I wanna <laughs> say. Maybe not, you know, ethically or spiritually, but like from just a coming to terms with our reality. And I think that as far as a a sci-fi concepts to explore sort of these fundamental natures of reality, the sun as the father <laughs> of of our solar system is a huge deal. That's that's really interesting. That that's maybe Change my whole perspective now. I think I found the answer now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why you come, Ben. Every now and again, you just need to explore something a little bit. Yeah. Is, well, and then you'd go mad. That that, that makes so much sense because, you know, in, in that position, you'd be lonely, you'd be isolated, and yeah. you'd be looking at this thing and comprehending first the sheer size of it, which our brains couldn't for a second process. Yeah. yeah. And then being isolated with it, um, except uh, whatever's going on in your brain, you'll probably just snap at some point and, and think that you are the emissary. That, that, that's one of the things I love about this that kind of gripped me from the beginning was is they go, they set the sun up as this fucking force, right? Because the sun's mm. the sun. Everyone has a vague understanding of what it is and does. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But say, for people movie, love recognizing to... an Easter egg in a movie. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. That's the sun. I Top know ten the things sun. you've missed. It's the sun. <laughs> That's the sun from Captain yeah. America. <laughs> yeah, but they they have to recontextualize it in this movie. And like one of the very first scenes is is a guy looking at the sun, and he's like, "That's a pretty big sun." And then and then but and then the movie's like, "That's only three percent of the sun. You want to see the whole fucking sun?" And he's like, "Oh, I couldn't do that. Fuck, fuck me up, basically." So they they'd say yeah. that at the beginning, and I love James. I love your take on it as well because at the, at the end 
it is a villain. They literally they literally go, here's the sun, he's stabbing people now. <laughs> that that yeah. is true, yeah. And I love the introduction of the sun, which speaks to what you were saying. You you see you, you pull in on what you think is the sun at the mm. start, and then you realize it's the reflection of the sun. It's the, it's the solar sails of the ship or whatever they are that, that powers it, and they flip it around, and you're like, oh god, like that, that's <laughs> yeah. that's yeah. the sun. Like you, they kind of double sun you at the start. It's like the start of Star Wars where double like, sun you. you get the you get the smaller spaceship, and you're like, that's pretty big, and then you get the big spaceship, and you're like, oh, that's yeah. much bigger. Yeah. And then you're like, is there a third, even bigger spaceship? There's not. There's only two. But uh... <laughs> wow. this is even like making me come to terms with the sort of even the the twist and sort of like the third act because it's like this this sort of embodiment. He's like a Jesus of this sort of evil god, I guess. And sort of having someone comprehend how like the nihilism and and the what, what's the word like like you just go fucking nuts and 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 that's what it is and and sort of. This thing doesn't care about you. It doesn't know you exist. It's an Eldritch kind of thing. It's a, it's mm. a, it's Lovecraft, Lovecraft or Eldritch. It's probably Eldritch. One of those two. It's, it's this Eldritch feeling of powerlessness and what it can turn you into by maybe asking even those big questions. I don't know about you, but like sometimes if I ask some of the big questions, I get into like a bad mental state. Like it kind of like gets me into like this mood and I hate yeah. it and, I, and yeah. it becomes like ugly. Yeah. And and if you had to send someone out to save the universe, like you're you're sending a death sentence. Just thinking about the universe sometimes it it can ruin my whole day. Like <laughs> yeah, have you ever, like yeah. sometimes there's videos on YouTube and it's like the entire like lifespan of the universe, and then when you realize like how just not even a blip we are, just how insignificant it is. You're just like, yeah. well, what the fuck is the point of anything, really? Yeah, and it's just it can ruin like yeah, ruin your whole month. I've lost entire months of my life just to that shit. <laughs> and welcome back to another happy pod, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally know what you mean. And when you know people are like, well, in a hundred years you'll be dead and nobody will remember. But I'm like, well, that's bad though, isn't it? Like, <laughs> Like, I guess that's good that nobody remembers that I wet my pants, you know, in grade one or whatever. I don't know. But, but yeah, that, that, that idea of, if that in infinite expanse of like nothing and everything and, you know, and yeah, with just such a tiny blip, it's, yeah, it's horrifying. Yeah. Don't think about that's it. That's what the movie's about. That's what I'm getting right now. I thank you. This is this is very useful because <laughs> it, it it almost functions like as a it's just like a commentary on existence in that end, and that's what sci-fi is mm. all about to me. So there you go. I fucking love this movie. There you go. <laughs> we solved it. We solved. This it. is gonna be the arc. Every time I show up on the podcast, I'm gonna be like, I have questions. Yeah, <laughs> I end up loving the movie. <laughs> uh, the Sunshine Man still confuses me. I don't understand the Sunshine Man, and I think that's okay. Maybe mm. it's supposed to confuse you a little. Mm. I guess mm. was he. He, so he was there for seven years. Did he eat? Did he did he do anything, or did he just not exist? Ate from the garden and oh, okay, yeah, or whatever. He had you know you know he had like three years of food. And... Yeah, because the other the other guys are dead, so they can split the resources, right? Or yeah. not split them. He can just have them. Yeah, yeah. I assume he put them all in the sunroom and like cranked it up, or yeah, maybe he stabbed them and propped them up there. I don't, I don't, I don't know what he was doing. So well, that was Mark Strong, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Mark Strong. Yeah. Yeah. With fucking hair as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you like That dated it immediately. I was like, that, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's Mark Strong, but he's not bald. It is Mark Strong, and, he's, and he isn't bald. It's crazy. <laughs> One thing that I, I hated about this movie going into it was, you probably don't remember the trailer, but there's a moment, and it's an awesome moment in the movie, where Icarus is telling Killian Murphy that they're all going to die. And he's like, yeah, I know. And she's like, no, there's not enough oxygen. And he's like, no, I know. And then she's like, no, there's, 
there's four people and he's like, oh, fuck. Like <laughs> that moment is in the trailer or one oh, of the shit. trailers. So mm. I knew this was going to happen oh, uh, going fuck. into it. So maybe yeah, the, the twist, you know, of, of that, like it didn't come so much out mm. of left field. But I love that moment, that dawning realization of how is there an extra person here? All the yeah. people are here. Like, what do you mean there's another yeah. person? Why would you put that in the trailer? Yeah, that Crazy. seems like a stupid choice. Yeah. That's yeah. the fucking movie. That's the thing. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of the moment for me, like, where I started to, like, not that I wasn't paying attention, but where I was like, oh, shit, this is actually... This <laughs> yeah, is, I should this watch this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should get off Twitter. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, good. I, I really enjoyed it. Danny Boyle doesn't usually miss? Oh, well. I would say he doesn't. No, personally. yeah, there's... There's always hits there, so. Oh, there's that one about hypnosis. You guys seen the weird trance one? Yeah. You kind of got to get on board that with like hypnosis is magic. Yeah. You kind yeah. of go along <laughs> with that. I, maybe I should watch it again, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't love that one. I, I like that. I think I, I maybe, mm. I maybe saw that. Like, I remember watching it. I was on a boat holiday with my family and not like a nice expensive boat holiday. It was like. I was like really cold. A rubber dinghy on the yeah on the no no, but it was it maybe just one step above that, and it was um some like awful DVD player on like a very very small screen, and I watched that movie, and I was like, I really like that, and I've I I love the memory of liking it, so I've never rewatched it. <laughs> I'm scared to, so in, in case it changes my mind. One one thing that I kind of want maybe because I have a I have like somewhat of a note on it, and I, I maybe someone can help me flesh it out a little bit more. I've often found, like, in thrillers, this kind of, the, the fear is often found in, like, the unknown, and, like, no one knows what's going on, and, you know, it's the mystery and everything like that. And this does have that to an element. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. But do you think there's something like even scarier in the fact that at every single point we know what the threat is to a degree because someone's mm. like, what's going on? And the computer's like, uh, you're 90% fucked in this scenario. And, and, it, and it's always, <laughs> but, but like what I'm saying is there's always, you're always well informed, but somehow that's even scarier than not knowing what's going on, if that makes sense. Yeah. Maybe because like, yeah. you know what it is, but you also know how powerless you are to stop it because like yeah. Ben was saying, the sun is just fucking incomprehensible. You can't stop the sun. So like, what mm. do you do? You're right, Lawrence. Like a lot of the movie is, this is what's wrong. Deal with it. Oh, you can't deal with it. Okay, cool. Well, die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you're then... dead now. You didn't but respect when... the sun and now you're fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, God. But then when it switches over into the weird sunshine man is here and you don't have the fucking foggiest clue what the fuck is going on, 
that's when that's when it becomes more interesting to me because yeah it's weird yeah i don't get it at all like it's probably symbolizing something it's maybe a metaphor who knows but it's it's weird and it's scary and i don't know what's going on but i know i don't want to meet that sunshine man yeah absolutely and i think that the, yeah the real turning point and obviously this is when they they literally turn the ship and the captain uh what's his name hiroyuki sanada who's yes. incredible by the way yeah, really when good. he got captain he dies canada Canada, yeah, Canada, yeah. And when, well, the actor's name's Troy Garrity, and I feel bad up top being like, who's this guy? He's not famous. Because he's amazing as, like, the backup captain who everybody transparently is like, oh, we hate this guy. Like, he shouldn't, <laughs> somebody should have vetted this dude before. I love that he's, like, for some reason the second in command, but when shit hits the fan, he's like, oh, give me the suit. And everyone's like, you're fucking useless. Why, why, why <laughs> yeah, would we yeah. give you the suit? And he's yeah. like, but I'm the captain. And they're like, yeah, that yeah. doesn't mean anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's the, he was like, he wasn't made the captain. And then, like, on the mission, everyone's like, should we just, yeah, we'll give him second in command. Why not? You might be right. Yeah. Great death, though. Like, his death visually oh really good really good like he's i think it was his leg or a piece of his arm that broke off and because it was mm. so frozen it just shattered immediately mm. so yeah that was really good yeah, yeah. there's good. a lot of there's a lot of really good deaths in this i feel as well like for a movie that's not really a horror movie there's yeah. a bit it kind of is but there's just a lot of really horrific stuff going on like yeah, there's a there's the guy. Yeah, you know, he's jettisoned into space. Uh, the captain gets blasted by the sun. Chris Evans gets mm. gets his leg caught and freezes to death. Oh, Benedict Wong kills himself or is killed by by Pinbacker. Like you know, I I think he kills himself, but I think there's some ambiguity there. Yeah, I feel like it's implied that he he just because like he's the reason it all fucked up. He kind of like, yeah. He it's it's mm. a bit of guilt on him that he just cuts his own wrist in the earth room or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah. The death, the death of like the captain, like looking at getting blasted by the sun, was like the most standout kind of moment from this for me. Probably because Adagio from D Major is blaring. Oh, yeah. It's like ah, <laughs> this is really important and beautiful. It's like, but the juxtaposition of that sort of like sheer beauty and it's like it's like sort of looking at the truth in like I don't know like Full Metal Alchemist or something, but like. It's it's seeing like the answers to everything by mm. like you're looking at God. I don't know if you guys are uh, Bible buffs or anything, but um, uh, Moses went up to the <laughs> Moses went up to the mountain, and I think it was like after he made the Ten Commandments or whatever, and uh, he he saw God, but God apparently like shielded his, but but he wasn't supposed to see. You can't see God's face. This is like lore in the Bible. If you look at God's <laughs> face, you'll explode. Much similar to the to the sun. Um, but so, and this is, I don't, this is how I remember it, but God basically puts his hand over the mountain and covers his face. And then he, he like shows, he shows Moses the back of him. Like, I don't know if it's supposed to be some ethereal body or something, but he, but Moses sees God's back. And it sort of like, boah, it like stuns him. Is he ripped? Has he got like big back muscles or something? Yeah, good, I guess. good lats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got that V that everybody wants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is that why Moses, because I remember in the movie, Charlton Eston comes back down and he's like, Fully gray. Yeah, I think it was something that. to do with that. But because it was also then there was also Isaiah who also went through a similar experience. Basically, he went up to the same mountain, and then God kind of did the exact same thing. He's got one trick, God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, you want to do the thing? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, that, that's that's kind of kind of what that reminded me of. Sort of this, which I guess supports then the sort of sun being religious or religion, like the 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 sheer overpowering nature of the divine. Or, mm. or yeah. the spiritual world that sort of we are, 
we tap into, but we can't like experience that it would, it would destroy you. And that's like a limitation of human evolution or something or wherever we're at, at this point, like we can't, our, our reach isn't nearly as far as we kind of think it is. And, and that's, I don't know, I, that, that's, it made me think a lot of big things at, at once, which I think is the mark of a really good death scene. I think um, some of what you're saying in terms of the religious imagery with God and not being able to see his face, I think that kind of fits in with some of the visual language when it comes to the sunshine. He's probably got an actual name, but I'm just going to keep calling him the sunshine man. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I like it. amazing. Because <laughs> it sounds nice. Yeah. Oh, the sunshine man's here. Oh, that's oh, bad. No. That's yeah, he's got a knife and he will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but it's it's like a lot for the editing was done in a way like you, you never really got a clear look at him. It was always lots of quick cuts and you'd yeah. see his face for like half a second and then it'd cut away. And then even when they got into like the actual payload room at the end, the editing got really fucked up where it would like, at one point I thought my like Disney Plus had fucked up because it was just like, it would pause and then it would glitch out and it would freak and stuff. Um, yeah. So you never got a clear look at what was going on. Um, so you might be onto something there, Ben. You you are a very clever man. <laughs> I love that choice as well, like with the editing, because it's. You know, I did the exact same thing. I was like, is something fucked up? Like, is is something gone wrong with it? But it's mm. it's almost like the kind of the way to visually convey that you can't comprehend what's happening. Like, you just you. It's above you. You'll never be able to perceive what's happening in like a a way that you can understand it. So I love the fact mm. that they made it as kind of as jarring of an experience as possible to a point. Yeah, it's. It's really disorientating, especially when he like drops him off the edge and then the gravity like shifts. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. oh, is this a thing? In the-? <laughs> yeah, the gravity of the sun would almost certainly crush you, but maybe the payload protects them or something. I don't know. Yeah, I, it, that's okay. It was good. Yeah. It works. It, was it, got, it got to the point where they're that close to the sun, where if you've, if, you, if you've been in the movie for that long and they're that close to the sun, they're all dead long before this, but you've got to hand wave a few, a few things. Yeah. 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 It's, it's sci fi. Yeah, I figured with the uh, the payload was just like it's so dense and it's a mm. it's basically a million nuclear bombs or whatever it's supposed to be that mm. it's got its own gravity. So like wherever you're standing, yeah, that right. makes sense. Like yeah. I think I don't I don't know because I don't really <laughs> explain. <probably> <laughs> they also don't explain that like it, uh, but this is true of the movie. The reason the sun is dying is because there's a miniature black hole in it, and that's um, oh. which is apparently a like theoretically like a thing that could happen. So it's not like the sun is dying and they're reigniting it. It's got like a cancer. That they're trying to like Whoa. basically black blot out. Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, he speaks to other metaphors probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was wondering if you guys uh, felt the same. Uh, I think this movie, for, for, for a movie that is under two hours, it feels remarkably longer than that, I think. Yeah. I was um, surprised it was, I always thought it was like two and a half. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because well, it, it does feel like the, like the interstellar kind of like three hour runtime type deal, like especially with the stuff going on in it. It's such, so like heavy, so many heavy concepts being explored. You're like, how the fuck did they squeeze that in under two? It's quite surprising. But I love the, I love the fact that they kind of longed it out certain points to a degree because it kind of it gave the movie levity but then like for example i'll sum it up with a benedict wong's character he's like i fucked everything up and then he's gone for like 40 minutes and then someone's people are like that guy's he's, he's you know he's not doing too well and then he comes back to him later on and he's like oh no he's dead and you go oh fuck i should have been paying more attention to, <laughs> to like where this guy was I, I feel like this sort of alex garland i feel is like just very meditative and kind of his ideas and like the kind of movies he makes sort of like settle in on this kind of sub overarching subject mm. and 
from this conversation, I'm kind of identifying that like it's sort of just about coming to terms with like not just your mortality, but the mortality of I think the universe. And I think like the saddest part for me of this movie was when Michelle Yeoh was like, "My plants are all gone." Um, yeah, that like yeah. really depressed me. Um, I don't know why, but it was just like so visceral and just like a, a, a you know when it's a person dying, you know, so we sort of see, view them through all these kind of complexes of like. The, the, their personality and what they believe and what they stand for, their politics or whatever. Yeah. But when it's like it's just a plant just trying to bloom and sprout and, and, yeah. and be part of like an ecosystem, you lose that and you're like, oh, no. It's the um, nicest so, thing on the ship, you know? Like they've got the wall yeah. that like has a, you know, that shows you the beach, but that's not very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just, yeah, that's false. But like just sort of this like mm. coming to terms with, with, I guess, the nature of reality, you know? And and if if this happened, if this like horrible cataclysmic universe exploding event happened, because there's a bunch that apparently could happen. To me, the 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 whole point of it, I guess, which is, it bums me out a little bit. <laughs> so I can't say that <laughs> it's my favorite movie of the world, but I I really appreciate the the realism of it. And I don't know the the it's like the void. It's like a, a talking about like the void of you know don't look too far into the void sort of thing. Then that, that's another thing that sun, sun could be. Maybe that's the black hole metaphor. Maybe the metaphor for the black hole inside is, is that there the void go. is there. You're looking at a void when you look at the sun. I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't even like know where, if I was Alex Garland. I wouldn't know where to start writing this. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's it's heavy. Like, and like that's why I love James. Have you ever spoken about this in depth, or have I missed it? If you have, uh, probably like in passing, not real. I mean, I think we've done an episode on it where like this is a movie I like, and then I might do done 10 minutes but no not really yeah, mm, like i i mm. love this because like all these ideas and you know things that you're saying giving me giving you know me different ideas and different perspectives on 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 this movie because for me yeah. it's just like it's got it's got to the point where it's just like i like that movie and then i don't think <laughs> further about it <laughs> so no uh this is great it just it just it just feels real they all feel like real yeah. people and yeah. i think it's also because a lot well, they all have backstories that you don't see as well. I know I, I can't remember all of them, but I remember Benedict Wong's character was some kind of genius hacker who got caught and then, you know, he got funneled into this like space program or whatever. Okay. So, I, you know, you get the sense that he's a genius and he's always been a genius and he's always been like the smartest guy in the room. And then like he does this thing where he just, he blanks. This is what we all yeah. do. Yeah. And it just ruins him like and of course because he's he's doomed the planet essentially like potentially <laughs> yeah you would take that hard but he's yeah i yeah. i i love i love that aspect i love of it's it. such a like a human fuck up as well which i think is like it's yeah. it's easy to lose those kind of like if these characters weren't as fleshed out and as good as they are it would be real easy to disconnect from this movie quickly because like you say you're you're in space they push that rule you were talking about to the limit in terms of we're, we're so confined in one ship for like most mm. of the thing that if you don't have those kind of moments of human error, like that, that was genuinely one of my favorite scenes in the movie. Cause people mm. just come in and he goes, he's like recounting what he's done. And then he, then he goes, oh, I didn't do that fucking. Oh shit. Oh fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and then everyone's, you just see everyone there being like, we all want to hit you, but we feel bad for you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's crazy. It's um, yeah. There's, there's yeah. great moments like that of that kind of like just natural human error. And mm. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm really coming around on this. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I love for, for a couple other things, but I, I'll just get these out. But feel free to stop me at any point. <laughs> but uh, Michelle Yeoh's character, she's not doing like crazy action stunts. She doesn't do anything. She just Ooh, loves mm. plants and she's just like, stop being an idiot. Like that's, mm. you know, she's very level-headed. And I like it just sh like everyone, I'm assuming you guys have all seen everything everywhere all at once. But I was watching that movie 
And like 30 minutes in, I'm like, am I too old for movies? Like, it was just, it's just so much going on. It really like, it threw me for a second where it's like, I don't think I, I get, I don't, I don't think I understand anything anymore. Like, it really, <laughs> But then it all comes together. It's great. Oh, and Rose Bird and Killian Murphy. Like you get the sense that they may be in a relationship, but maybe they're just yeah. really good friends and they just hang out together. And I love that they didn't explore that. That like we're in love and it's we're, this is a, it's the end of the universe. And look at us, yeah. we're together. We're the last two mm-hmm. people hurtling towards the sun. Yeah, it, you know, they, I, I love that as well. Them two struck me as like in a ship full of just like you said earlier, nerds and assholes. They're like the only two deep thinkers there where they're like, can we talk about like a concept or like just something other than the mission right now? Uh, so yeah. when you see them, when you see them together, like, yeah, it's, it's really nice. It's they, they are. They're, they're a good pairing. Mm. There's I mean, there's not really a bad pair. Everyone's great in this. Like it's it's so full of names and it was quite a surprise yeah. to watch them all come through. Even the sun is really good. In the sun is great. <laughs> the hero of the piece, I would argue. Yeah. yeah. And the Sydney Opera House also. Yeah. Yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, any final thoughts on that, anyone? What are people's favourite moments from this? Ben, is yours the one where the guy gets blasted by the sun? <laughs> yes, <laughs> the well, music? in some ways. Honestly, like, my favourite is, like, the last... The last moment. Like, I think when uh, Killian Murphy's character, like, gets sort of engulfed by that. That, to me, is, like... Just sort of like a more simple kind of image that's like feels very profound. And with all this sort of like build up to it, yeah. it's just like, oh, I guess, okay, that's how it is. But as an image being engulfed by sort of God and like, did you save God? I don't know if this is going to work, but I'm sort of accepting my kind of ultimate fate. That, that, I just love that shot deeply. So I, I would maybe, it's a toss up between the both times that people get blown up by the sun. <laughs> <laughs> would be my answer i just really vibe with that shit yeah <laughs> lawrence your favorite moment i'd probably say I'd, i might be stealing this from you james because you mentioned it earlier the it just that amazing moment that the one that was put in the trailer where killian murphy's just there and he's like he thinks this computer is just stupid and is and like he's, he thinks mm. it's fucking up because everything else on the ship is fucked at this point and he's saying, he's like, yeah, the, the, the fuck, everyone's dead. There's plenty of oxygen. And then just that, just that moment where, where there, there, there is a, where, what, what, what's the line? Something like there's a, a fifth person or something. And, um, and he goes, yeah, who, who is it? And the ship's like, I don't know. What are you looking at? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm an AI. I don't, I can't look. <laughs> I, oh, I just, I just remembered what that reminds me of. When you were saying, James, how that moment was spoiled for you in the trailer, when you were saying that earlier, that reminded me of there was something I watched and it was just like a really big moment in the movie, but it was ruined in the trailer and I couldn't remember what it was, but it just popped into my head now. <laughs> you remember having it Star Trek Beyond, the Beastie Boys moment when they play the Beastie Boys oh, yeah, at yes. the end? Yeah, that was such a cool moment in the movie. But ruined in the trailer, and it pissed me off so much. Yeah, <laughs> no, you're not wrong, and it's it's so yeah. lame in the trailer as well. It is, yeah, yeah. not good, not good at all. Mm. Sorry, Lawrence, continue with your point. Oh no, that that was it, really. I think it was just I just liked the the uh, how he was like, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it, it's kind of how he froze in fear almost, and was like, mm-hmm. who is it? And they're like, computer's like, I don't know, and he's like, where is it? And she's like, oh, it's here. <laughs> and then, but like, I think maybe that's why I like it because it. She says, oh, he's, I don't know, for argument's sake, let's just say he's in hes in room five or whatever. And then from mm. that point on, the movie is just laser focused on being like, we're all going to room five now. We're going to fuck, what what the fuck's going on? And you it, it's mm. the build up to we're about to yeah. 
understand this whole mystery, which is which is good mm. stuff. And I love that they wouldn't have programmed in to identify other people because there wouldn't be anybody else. <laughs> yeah. So the yeah. computer's just like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me. I don't know. <laughs> you think you think they're actually saying that though? Mm. Would the would this computer not have some concept? Because this is the captain of the previous ship, right? Like well, yeah, it's a different ship, yeah, though, I guess. so mm. yeah, but, uh, different AI. Maybe it's like a hive Icarus or something, because it's always Icarus One, Icarus Two, right? I think. Yeah, but it's, also it's... don't call it Icarus. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah that's, that's... <laughs> bad. Icarus <laughs> One failed. Well, this is Icarus Two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Terrible name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my favorite moment: toss up between two. First one being the moment where Killian Murphy is struggling to get to the payloads and he you know he's scrambling he puts on the suit and then he falls over and then it's just the as the music swells and he builds up and then he finally makes the leap out towards the payload i think that's just a great beautiful visual moment then the next one is at the end the sun shines down on earth the sydney opera house is there james is saluting probably um (laughs) there's beautiful orchestral music and then it just cuts hard cuts into this like really intense like new metal song as the credits play <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, so jarring yeah, but great yeah. <laughs> that was that oh, was so great. totally out of nowhere yeah. as well yeah. <laughs> when was this 2007 yeah, yeah that's that a studio good. that's got to be a studio yeah. i've forgotten that as well that's a studio note right what, like d- it could have been lincoln park yeah exactly like yeah, you, yeah. you almost feel like the restraint was there right up until the credits, and then the studio went, "We do this, we do this bit. Get the fuck out." <laughs> we'll yeah. just. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. Perfect. Perfect time. James, your favorite moment? I, it's, I guess it's more of a visual, but I love the, the imagery of Michelle Yeoh sitting there. She's got the she's cradling the the, the plant, like just oh, that yeah. little seedling, oh, yeah. and the seedling like it doesn't mean anything and it's not going to help at this point. Mm. You know, even if they were all going, you know, to leave and not be murdered by the Sun Man. Like, that's nothing. But to her, like, it's so important. And it's, I'm sure it's, like, emblematic of hope. And... It, could, it could be, like, the last, like, she, cause the, that's one of the tragedies of, of this movie, I think, that most of the crew die thinking they fucked it for everyone. And then and yeah. it's done. And I think maybe that, that's her, like, she, her job is, like, she's one of the seven people on, to save mankind. Like, that's ridiculous. And I think I, li- I like that because it's, like, the, the symbolism of her being, like, this is the only life I can protect here. So. Maybe that yeah. is enough for me as I slowly die from a horrible stab wound through the back. <laughs> yes. but, yeah. Yeah. Wow. All, all those moments that we picked were like, they were just like scene, that was idea and execution, like flawless in mm. our in our kind of minds. I guess this mm. movie really feels like a movie. It's probably... <laughs> 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 but no, I mean, I mean that like in the honest sense that I think Harry Styles was trying to say and <laughs> that like, I... I you know, yeah. as much as like I don't sort of intrinsically emotionally gravitate towards this, mm. it 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 really comes together. I think, yeah, which is mm. just shocking. I, I'm I'm liking it even more now, and I, I'm I'm gonna go watch it again because <laughs> <laughs> all these kind of points are really good. Wow, I find it's very impressive, like piece of filmmaking, actually. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. No, I'd agree. Really good. Apparently, Danny Boyle just had a terrible time of it. Like, he, I, I feel like he would make an incredible sci-fi movie again. Mm. Um, but he yeah. doesn't want to do it. He's like, I, I just, it oh, was really yeah. hard. It was a hard yeah. movie to make. And oh. he was talking about how like everything that you need in a movie, in the movie like this, it has to be there from the start, yeah. except for the sun, man. Like you can't <laughs> just introduce like, oh, we've got a ray gun. And like, now we've got to, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. it's, 
<laughs> Everything is there. Like, and every element of it is there from the start. Like, even like the second ship, you know, there's a second ship. Yeah. Like, you don't think you're going to run into it necessarily, but. I'd be interested, and this is. This is almost certainly for no one here and also probably no one listening, but I need to say it. Um, Perfect. Let's hear it. (laughs) This is, I'd be very curious to find out if a uh, certain series of Power Rangers was shot before or after this movie came out. Um, Because the the entire premise of, (laughs) sorry, Nathan, I can see you just shaking your fucking head. There's an entire series of Power Rangers dedicated to the idea that an A team flew off and were never heard from again. And so a B team went out. And went, we're now the the people that I guess can get it done because we're the second best and it, it's literally the best we've got, the best chance. Uh, and then A-Team came back and they were evil. Um, so, ah. like I said... And I'll, isn't I'll, it set in space? Uh, yeah, but it's kind of like a... Is it SPD? It's SPD, yeah, It's mostly yeah. set in a quarry, right? It's... Yeah, it's... it's <laughs> <laughs> no, this is, this is after the quarry. There are some quarries, <laughs> but but it's, it's, it's a little bit bigger. It's, yeah. It's like Doctor Who. It's mostly set in a quarry in Wales. That's, that's yeah. usually where <laughs> it is. Yeah. Um, 2005, that was. Was it? Oh, yeah. there you go. Danny Boyle, you dirty dog, stealing from Power Rangers <laughs> SPD. Yeah, like how Christopher Nolan stole Inception from a Scrooge McDuck comic or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, it's like an old DuckTales comic that bears a lot of striking resemblance to Inception, apparently. It's a high-concept comic. I wonder, <laughs> I wonder how that would read, yeah. <laughs> Not terribly, it's awful. Yeah. <laughs> you have to turn the pages round as you like read them in a different order or something. <laughs> Has anyone anyone got any closing thoughts on it, really? I mean, I just had Sydney Opera House. Like, that was my last note. <laughs> but, uh... Oh, uh, my closing thought would be Sunshine Man is the Antichrist. That's my that's my take. Oh, okay. I like that. Yeah. If, if, the sun, okay. if the sun is God, he, he's kind of like his sort of devoted apostle that, that goes crazy and, and thinks he's obeying God. He's like... He's like the church, essentially. We'll just violently yeah. mutilate you. And uh, yeah, spraying on the, that on makes the limbs. More sense than son Jesus. Yeah. Somebody who's just completely missed the point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like the son like gives life. Well, for the most part, you know. Yeah. And this guy's yeah. <laughs> He's the, the last guy left in humanity. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> together, man. And who, Settle down. Did, calm down. Somebody yeah, exactly calm down. Somebody should have asked this guy in the interview to captain the ship to be like, what do you think of the sun? And when he was like, I'm in love with the sun. I'm gonna stare at the sun. And they're like, uh, we don't think we should get the other guy. No oh. sunshine for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Uh thanks for joining us, James. It has been oh, thank you. a pleasure. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. I had a really good time. Do you want to plug your silly little podcast that you do? I would love to, actually. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thank you. Uh, it's called The Weekly Planet. It comes out every Monday. We talk movies and comics and TV shows. Uh, it's like this, but like less depth. You know, we don't think about it. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, yeah. but more yes and. I yeah. yeah, more yes and, exactly. James, I've got to, I've got to tell you this, but when, when, you, when, you say, when you say exactly what you just said, it's The Weekly Planet, it comes mm. out every Monday, it's like my Winter Soldier activation trigger. I'm like, I should be editing this. <laughs> like, I, I immediately go to like, oh, oh, wait, hang on. No, I don't have to go and find outro.mp4 or something. For this. <laughs> it, it, I, I tell you what, it's been, it's been really nice to talk to you, but like, like to hear you. And to talk back. Well, same, yeah. I'm sorry, because I know I just said you guys just audio files and then you, you <laughs> make them good. And I'm glad I do get a lot of comments that are like, 
this editing's good actually. Like, so <laughs> yeah. they don't they don't think it's like me and definitely not Mason editing these videos, <laughs> sure. which which is nice. Yeah. The funniest thing that I see sometimes is in the comments, like someone will be like, "Oh, Ben, this is why Ben's Ben's the greatest <laughs> editor. I love it so much." And then I get a comment be like, "Actually, he's all right. Like, he's not that <laughs> oh, really." <laughs> sometimes I get like people like actually trying to measure me against. Like, <laughs> really high quality like against the other editors or yeah. just like no, just like just like general. you know in general on, on like youtube editing like it's not the greatest and like that's <laughs> thanks to the one season take if someone yeah. if someone put me <laughs> if someone in a comment thread put me in a conversation with ben that'd be good but so far it's just ben's so good at these caravan of garbages and i'm like i've been here a fucking year now <laughs> my name's in them as well <laughs> yeah ben ben gets credited for all editing yeah. yeah so when i see yeah. it i try to be like even calling oh, this was yeah. a different person but but yeah it's so good. i'll be like ben, ben is a good editor but he didn't do this <laughs> Actually, that's me being like, actually, he's not that good at it. Yeah, yeah, that's you. <laughs> that's, that's one of the first things Collins ever said to me was just, you will soon learn we are all Ben from Canada. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true, yeah. Yeah, and I get a lot of what happened to Ben when, when it's, oh, I mentioned somebody else, Matt or Collins <laughs> or Lawrence. People yeah. are like, what happened to Ben? Like, he's fine. Like <laughs> From Mason uh, recently, I heard as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> God, just not across it at all. It clearly comes in like two hours a week, yeah. Um, yeah, no, th uh, thank you both for joining us, Ben. I know it was a bit last minute for you as well, <laughs> quite literally. Oh, no, and for us. Yeah, yeah and just for showed us. up. It was, yeah. It was really serendipitous. It was good. It was good stuff. It was like in the movie Sunshine when that guy showed up, you know? Yeah. Ben was the sunshine man all along. There's a fourth person in the Discord. <laughs> And then James is like Benedict Wong. Oh, I fucked it up. I don't. Oh, God. <laughs> I have no idea what we're doing, Nathan, for the next. Uh, should we end it well, here or should we do 101? Should we carry on? <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we don't know. We're recording this a few weeks in advance, so no idea what next week is. Probably something. But here's a clip of it, which Lawrence will put in. Why would I betray you? We all have our secrets. We just didn't get to yours yet. Lawrence, wrap us up. If you like these, you can catch more of them. They go out every Friday at 10 a.m. Look, if you do want to, if you do want to learn more about the show, you can hit us up on Twitter at Another Happy Pod. He's gonna, he's gonna get it. <laughs> Thank, <He's> gonna... You. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Another Happy Pod, where you can also follow both Nathan and Lawrence yeah, and yeah. Ben uh, and myself, if if you are so inclined. Subscribe and leave a fucking <laughs> leave a review, man. <laughs> What's wrong with you? And let's let's close out with what I've done by Linkin Park. <laughs> yes. Another happy pod, but it was released in 2007. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? 
Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 